Welcome into the 10 Things Podcast. My name is Craig. Alongside me, as always, Aaron Brooks. What's up? Um, Aaron, we're, we live in the age of remakes. Do we not? Oh, yeah. Remakes are everywhere. Can't turn around without seeing a remake of something happening. They flood our box offices. They flood our television sets. All of our childhood animated movies are coming back as live remakes. They are. We'll talk about that, too. I know that's on my list. Um, it, it's in our clothing. It's in commercials. Uh, Stranger Things even brought out New Coke. Yeah. We, we were looking at that up before we started. How much was it again? I get you two cans and two small glass bottles. Commemorative edition Stranger Things. It's ridiculous. It is. So remakes are everywhere. And we thought, hey, let's turn that into a podcast today. Um, If you are new to our podcast, um, which you probably are. Yes. um, we, We list the 10 things. So this is not like any particular order. It's not a top 10 list. Usually when you hear 10 blank... It's the top 10. That's not necessarily the case. This is our opinion. It's not scientific fact. It's not written in stone somewhere. This was not voted on by a jury of our peers. Nothing like that. Simply two guys in a room in a town in Arkansas who who have come up with our own opinions and decided to put them in audio form. Um, So today we are... um, we're talking about remakes. We're talking about the best TV remakes. We're talking about the best movie remakes, in our opinions. Um, this has been happening for a while. I didn't realize how long remakes have been happening. Right. I mean, forever. Yes. Like, since there were things to make, people have wanted to remake them. Exactly. It's amazing. Um, so we're going to talk about... The uh, R10. So Aaron has picked five TV shows. He's handled the TV side of things. You've picked five shows that you're going to talk about. I've picked five movies. We have not seen each other's lists. No. We have heard a little bit about the first ones because we recorded this podcast (laughs) and it messed up. So we got about one and a half picks in and uh, realized, hey, it's not recording everything. So... um, I do know your first one, but yes. I'm excited to hear it again. Okay. So, without further ado, number one is... Lost in Space, Netflix original. Uh, it's a remake of a 1965 classic TV show, Lost in Space, followed the Robinson family, has the classic line that most people know, Danger, Will Robinson. Danger! Yes, the, the robot that is always looking after uh, young Will. Uh, Netflix rebooted the series... And it is one of the uh, one of the, the best shows I've seen in a long time. Only one season of it out, ten episodes. Uh, season two is on its way sometime in the next one or two or three years. Oh wow! You know, it's gonna be that long. Yeah, I, mean, I know Netflix has a reputation uh, for doing that, but supposedly twenty twenty is when it'll be out. It came out in uh, spring of 2018, I think. Gosh. So, I mean, it'll be... It's been a while. 24 months in between series, you know, 10 episodes. Not not, not a lot, but uh, it's a good enough show that I'm going to wait it out 
uh, it's a it's a very clean show. You can sit down with your family. You can watch it. That's really uh, good. I, I, oh yeah, I like that they've done that. There's there's nothing in it. Uh, show you some video. There's there's the robot. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah, a lot different than the original Lost in Space robot. Yes. Uh, this is great for podcasting, by the way. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. We wish you could see it. Uh, just the acting, the writing, the the effects, something they simply did not have in the 60s Yeah, when that show came out. Well, and that's what a lot of these remakes, and we've talked about this before, a lot of these remakes, the reason they're so attractive is because you get things you didn't get back in the day. You, you are getting... The, the CGI effects, you're getting better sound quality, you're getting better better acting. I mean, let's be oh, yeah. honest, the acting has come a long way in the 50 years, 60 years, 70 years since TV first started. The, the effects, I'm looking at the, at the original Lost in Space robot right now on the screen, and it is so cheesy, so corny, that I mean, it literally looks like they put some old car parts together. Yes, it, it's just—it's not even close. Uh, it, and it—it's been a long time since I've seen any of the Lost in Space episodes. I think maybe one of the old channels that come on TV each week, uh, maybe on Saturday night, they may still air some Lost in Space. Yeah. Uh, but this new show—it's absolutely phenomenal. That's amazing. I'll have to check it out. I have not watched any of it yet. But the trailer looks incredible. If you've not seen the trailer, you need to go watch it. Um, it's on Netflix, 10 episodes. It looks really good. It is. Okay. Got anything else on Lost in Space? No. Okay. So number one for me is um, a great movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, Ocean's Eleven. Ooh. Ocean's Eleven. It's a remake of a 1960 movie by the same name. The 1960 uh, version starred uh, Frank Sinatra. It started the Rat Pack. Oh, yeah. So Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, it had Angie Dickinson in it. Uh, Cesar Romero. Uh, just a really good, a very well-known cast uh, in the original. Um, but, and it was good for its time. Uh but obviously, like we said, you you have a lot more freedom to write nowadays than you did back then. And so um, the quality goes up. Um, the writing style goes up. Some of the effects that you're able to do, explosions and things like that, just just work a lot better now. Yeah. The, uh, the new one came out in 2001. So, I mean, that that's a long time ago. And, of course, really they've – not remade it since then. They had a couple sequels. Yes. And they did an Ocean's 8 like a year or two ago. No, that's one I haven't seen. I haven't seen that either. It's an all-female cast. Wow. Um, I've heard mixed reviews on it, if I'm being honest. The 2001, I mean, that was 18 years ago that this movie came out. In my opinion, this is quintessential George Clooney too. Like when I think of a George Clooney flick, it's Ocean's 11. Yeah. Most of his movies are, are kind of like that. He's suave, debonair. He's got a little quirkiness in it. But the cast, man, this cast is amazing. You've got George Clooney, Brad Pitt, Julia Roberts, Matt Damon, Bernie Mac, uh, Casey Affleck, wow. Elliot Gould, um, Scott Can. The list goes on and on. Carl, Carl Reiner, Lennox Lewis, 
I mean, just a who's who of stars. Can you put Andy a cast Garcia like that together today? I mean, you have with the Avengers. Oh yeah. I mean, with all these superhero movies, you you can combine them together. Um, it's just a really really strong cast. Um, but yeah, two thousand and one came out had got really great reasons. The reason I like it so much is is the twist. It's got great. It's got a great setup and a really good twist at the end. And any movie that can have a twist that really catches me off guard, you've got a fan. Was he dead the whole time? <laughs> he was. He was. He, he saw dead people. Uh, Matt Damon's character saw dead people, and it was George Clooney. That's what it was. Oh, wow. Uh, that's all I got for Oceans. All right. Back to TV. Yeah. The series Sherlock. This is yes. a BBC series. It's a remake or a reboot of the 80s show, Sherlock Holmes. Okay. This is uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. I love Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, it is Dr. Watson is uh, Martin Freeman. Oh, my gosh. It, it's two. It's a great duo. He is so good. Martin Freeman is so good. Came out in 2010. Ran through 2017 or 2018. So it's over? It's series over. series is over? The series okay. is over. There were three to five episodes in each series. Okay. And each episode's a 90-minute episode. So it's like a it's like, a, it's like a, a movie. It's like a movie. Wow. Yeah. But uh, if I had to put Sherlock in terms of, the, of where I would rank it as in – in the past 20 years of TV shows, it would probably be in the top three of my, of my favorite shows over the past 20 years. Seriously. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I think it's saying something. Yeah. I know some of the shows you like. Oh yeah. I think this is ranked right up there. Wow. Best of the best. Okay. I like it. So the second one on my list back to movies is a little bit controversial. Because this has not been made remade just once. This is the third remake Whoa. of this movie. A Star is Born. So this is most recently being remade by Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper. Uh-huh. And it's a movie that was is just really well done. Um this was like Lady Gaga. I want to say this was Lady Gaga's like first real acting role. She she may have had some smaller parts, but this is her first full length feature acting role. Um, they wrote some original music for it, um, specifically "Shallow," the the song "Shallow," which actually won uh, a Grammy, I think. Um, really strong strong cast. Uh, of course, you have Lady Gaga and uh, Bradley Cooper, the main two characters. The story behind the movie, if you don't know, is Lady Gaga is just some waitress, and Bradley Cooper is this superstar country artist. Um, comes across Lady Gaga one night in a bar and says, hey, you can you can actually do... The, the great thing about this movie is Bradley, Bradley Cooper is so diverse in his acting. Yes, he is. The same guy that plays Rocket Raccoon had this really southern draw for American Sniper. Yes. He's been in some really funny comedies. And then in this movie, he's, he's got like a, uh, I can't even do it justice, but a really kind of a gritty kind of southern, just kind of really 
like an old battered country star sound to him. And uh, him and Lady Gaga, um, of course, of, of course, they they get married. You know, this would not be the movie it is if there wasn't some kind of romantic involvement there. So they get married, and she becomes a superstar, and he becomes disgruntled. And so, spoiler alert: if you haven't seen any of these movies and TV shows we're talking about, but um, it goes, it's got some really dark moments, some really good moments, and uplifting moments. Uh, just a really, really well done movie. It's also got Sam Elliott in it. Sam oh. Elliott plays Bradley Cooper's older brother, his manager. Really? Oh my gosh! Sam Elliott could just talk the dictionary, and I would be entertained. Oh yeah, Sam Elliott's his voice is just so amazing, and Dave Chappelle's in it also, in a non-comedic role. Really, and he does a phenomenal wow. job. So, a Star is Born. Okay. It's a remake of the uh, originally. This movie came out in 1937. Whoa! It was remade in 1954 with Judy Garland, and then remade again in 1976 with Barbara Streisand, Chris Christopherson, and Gary Busey. Wow. And so a lot of people will say that the 1954 version with Judy Garland is the pinnacle. It is the standard. But I think this remake might, and again, just because we've had this conversation before, I, I don't tend to gravitate toward older movies. Right. Unless it holds a lot of sentimental value to me. So anything like pre, the only pre 76, okay. Anything before then, I just don't really connect with. So we're talking, when I start to really appreciate movies is like Star, the original Star Wars, the original Rocky. Those really kind of start, that that era starts movies for okay. me. Everything pre that, eh, hit or miss. And I know that that leaves some big ones out oh, there. Oh, yeah. But it's kind of hit or miss. Definitely. So A Star is Born, number two for me. Uh, that's one I haven't seen. It's I really good. Check that out. I highly recommend it. All right. My third show. Some may, I, I don't know, this this could be controversial to call it a remake, but I'm going with The Office. Oh. U.S. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll that's a remake for sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you can find, in my opinion. I knew this was going to be in this list. Too, a more way. iconic show in the past 20 years for America than this. So far, all years have been on Netflix, except this one's except, about to go away. <laughs> it, it's on Netflix right now. It is leaving Netflix at the end of this year, beginning of next year. I think it's the end of next year. 2021. 2021. That's right. The new 2021. Uh, NBC is taking it away. It is Netflix's number one consumed show. It's crazy. Their number two consumed show, I think, is the only show that comes close to being as iconic as The Office, and that's Friends. It's Friends, yeah. And it's Netflix's two most consumed products. I, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and I said, of course, America, our most consumed, the, the, our favorite show of all time would be a show about the most boring thing <laughs> in the history of humanity, work life at a paper company. How, it is... It is so mind-numbingly boring <laughs> that it's it's highly entertaining. Uh, you know, uh, m- if you don't know what the office is, I don't know where you've been living for the past. That's exactly right. Almost what fifteen years? How many times have you seen the entire c- series? At least ten. Oh my gosh! Yeah, 
Do you I, have time to go to the bathroom? Is that is that where your time comes from? Yes. Yeah. No. See, I, I own the office in just about every format possible. Through Netflix, DVR it on TV. I own it uh, digitally. Oh, my gosh. I have all of the DVDs. How much money have you spent on the office? Uh, <laughs> let's not talk about that. Would Dave Ramsey approve of this? No, no, no. <laughs> And I don't know if the wife knows how much has been spent uh, over the years. Erica, listen, if you're listening to this podcast right now, he's just he's saying all that for entertainment purposes. It's not true. <laughs> it's not true. Just ignore everything he just said. But to call it a remake, I think you compare it to the original UK show, which has some iconic moments. And the U.S. office throws a nod to it when they bring in um, Ricky Gervais. Yeah. But uh, the U.S. series, I think, took what U.K. did. It, it, it ran so much longer. I think they may have only had 14 episodes of the U.K. version. Is that it? I want to say that that was it. So the U.K. version was done before the U.S. version started? Yes. Okay. So, yeah, that's a remake. So I had to get the, I, I had to get the office in there somehow. Of so there it is. All right. You want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, so we are, uh, we've gone through five. So we're at the halfway point. Um, quick recap. So give me your three shows again. Uh, Lost in Space, Sherlock, and The Office. Okay. So I've had Ocean's Eleven, A Star is Born, and number three for me. Um, it's a new one. It just came out. but And I know this has had 50-50 support on the internet. But I'm going for it anyway. What happens? What do you think of when I say the words Hakuna Matata? Uh, it's, it's a wonderful phrase. Yes, it is. I'm going Lion King. <laughs> okay, so I've heard a lot of people talk about the remake of The Lion King. And I've heard them say they were, before it even came out, I heard them say they were nervous that um, it wouldn't live up, live up to the original, that it would... Um, it might suffer or that it they, they just didn't think that it would have the emotion that the original did and I will I will tell you this it does not have all the same emotion and I think one reason why is because they made the animals so lifelike that you know the animated version you could see the emotion in their eyes and their facial expressions make the same as humans and you just don't get that with real animals no um but the visual effects are incredible. Uh, if you liked the Jungle Book remake, um, you will absolutely love The Lion King. If you liked the original Lion King, you will love the remake. Um, for those that may have lived under a rock for the last 20-something years, the original Lion King was in 1994. Um, had some great names associated with it. James Earl Jones was Mufasa. Remember... 
Ooh, yeah, maybe we'll put some clips in here so we don't have to hear oh, it yeah. every time. But uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas was young Simba. <laughs> um, what is? Um, I just realized my mic sounds better over here. That's weird. It's very. Maybe it's on this. No, it's just on this one side. It sounds the best. So, who is the guy that? Um, oh, he's in that movie, Deck the Halls, that Christmas movie. Danny DeVito. No, the other guy. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. How can I not remember his name right now? Um, Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Yes, Matthew Broderick. Broderick was the other Simba in that movie. Um, it had Whoopi Goldberg in it. It had um, just a ton of, of... It was an amazing cast um, back in the day. Um, this cast is... For 2019, it's equally as good. Um, you've got Donald Glover. Beyonce is adult Nala. Wow. Um, Seth Rogen is Pumbaa. Uh, Shatue Ejiofor. I always mess up his name, but uh, he is Scar and does a really great job. Uh, my favorite character is John Oliver as Zazu. He plays the bird. John Oliver crushes the character of Zazu. You mentioned that it seems to maybe have 50-50 reviews online. What I'm looking at here, Rotten Tomatoes, shows that the audience score, that would be real people, right? Yeah. They're going to watch this. Exactly. 89%. Oh, yeah. When we get to the tomato score, yeah. what is this, the critics? Yeah, I think so. 52%. Oh, yeah. So when I see that, it t- that typically tells me everything I need to know. Yeah. I'm going to like the movie. <laughs> yeah. And the people are going to, you know. But I don't know why the critics would hate on it so much. It's visually stunning. And John Favreau is the director of this. He's the one who directed oh, Lion King yeah. or uh, the, the Jungle Book. He also did all the Iron Man stuff and, and stuff like that. Um, he's a great, great director. And I'm telling you guys, this, this is shot for shot in some of these scenes. Now, they have added a few things. Some of the humor that they added is very, very, very well needed. They actually tie in some plot holes. Um, they just kind of tie in a little, a few loose ends in there. Um, I don't know. I can't recommend it enough. Really, really well done. If you like the original, you're going to love the remake. Lion King is my number three. You're going to say it's better than the original? You know, I've had this conversation. It, I'm tempted to say it's better than the original. Just, again, because of technology and everything we know now, there's some new humor in it. There's less singing. Okay. And so, for me, somebody who does not enjoy musicals, I was all about less singing. Uh, like Scar's big song, you know, the Be Prepared. Right. They cut that, like, down a third to a third of what it was. Uh, of course, you know, a lot of these songs, Just Can't Wait to Be King and all those songs, even Hakuna Matata had a lot of visuals that go along with it. They took a lot of the visuals out because they wanted to keep it as true to life as they could. Okay. So it's still entertaining and stuff, but without the color changes and all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Highly, highly, highly recommend. That's one we've got to check out soon. Yeah. It's good. My next show is The Twilight Zone. Oh. There's an iconic show. Yes. It's, it's a remake. Uh now you're talking about the new one on CBS? CBS All Access. Okay. All right. I've only seen a handful of the episodes. I've not watched them all. But it is it is an interesting take really? on, the, on the original. Why did they put this on the internet instead of the network? 
I, I don't know. Because it seems like this shit was primed for network TV. It, it sure does. It does. Uh, they can take a little more liberty with the, with the language. Yeah, that's true. Going with the internet. Uh, but if you haven't seen it, you have to pay to watch. That, that's the downside to this. You've got to have a subscription to CBS All Access. The original Twilight Zone began in the late 50s, and a lot of people have come to enjoy that. I think the sci-fi channel on TV, Mm. each New Year's Eve, I think they play like a 24-hour marathon of the original Twilight Zone episodes. That's cool. It's just a a very unique show. I don't know that that the remake is better. But it's definitely the the first few episodes I watched were mind bending. They were very intriguing, and it's worth checking out. Wow, was the original on CBS too? Yes, I believe it was. So there's just I believe it was all of the all of the Twilight Zone. I think is available if you have Prime Video. You can watch the original Twilight series really? on there. And that's Jordan Peele, right? Yes. And he, man, he has become, you talk about somebody who just made a genre switch. He was great with Key and Peele, Mm -hmm. just as a comedic writer and actor. And man, did he switch over to horror in a hurry. Um, And he's done a great job about it. Have you seen um, Get Out? No. It was, it was really twisted, but really good. The... The new Twilight series, they've had some big name actors come in for these. Really? Uh, Adam Scott. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of them. Uh, I like Adam Scott. He's pretty good. It, it's, it's just very, very interesting to watch how they've redone this. And so uh, if you have a CBS All Access Pass, definitely check it out. Yeah, I like it. Um, next on my list, um, back to movies. Casino Royale. Oh. Yeah. Casino Royale. I love Daniel Craig as James Bond. Yes. He has done a phenomenal job. Um, Casino Royale was the first one of his interpretation of James Bond. And um, it was actually the first, the same name back in, what year was it? 1967 was, um, was the first movie in the James Bond franchise. And now, listen, if you're on the internet and I have that wrong, feel free to tell us. But um, Daniel Craig brought new life to the Bond character. Uh, yes. Because before that, it was what? Pierce Brosnan? Pierce, Pierce Brosnan. And he was kind of like a, um, what's the best way to describe him as James Bond? A fancy boy? <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that or not. That's, uh, yeah. He was he was kind of soft. Uh the middle section of James Bond actors. Yeah. They're forgettable. And you say opinion. post Connery. Yeah. Between Connery and Craig was just, those are the two. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Daniel Craig took over in 2006 with Casino Royale. Um, it's at the beginning of Don- Bond's career when he got his license to kill. So many iconic things with James Bond, isn't there? So much. Yes. Um, uh, 
Critics praised Craig for pushing the character in a new. I like his name too. Just you know, Craig. I like just saying that. <laughs> I, just want, I just want you to know that. Uh, pushing the character in a new direction for, and he did a lot of his own stunts too, which was a really. Um, it's kind of like what. Um, oh, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise does a lot of his own stunts too, um, and so it just brings a level of realism to it that I think was really missing with somebody like Pierce Brosnan. Daniel Craig felt like a guy that you didn't want to really mess with. Oh, 100%. Pierce Brosnan was just a little too suave. A spotty. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He, he didn't strike fear. Yeah. Every, everyone in the new Bond has just fit really well. Even the Bond villains have been good. Yeah. M, Q, all yes. of them have just been really... Good addition. Now I will say, the last the last one or two, I've been missing the gadgets. That's okay. the one thing sure. that I have missed. Yeah, because they have kind of leaned more realistic, so they've taken out some of the really crazy gadgets. Um, plus, Bond's been on the run for like <laughs> seems like two or three movies. <laughs> but uh, yeah, gad- that's the only thing. So yeah, Casino Royale, a uh, really great remake. Which of which of Daniel Craig's movies, his Bond movies were the best. For me, I think I like Skyfall the best. I agree. Skyfall. Plus Adele doing that song. Uh, let's just put it over the top. That yeah. opening scene yeah. with that song playing in the background, just man, that's a that's a top moment right there. Okay, so I'm down to my last show. Okay. And this is this is tough trying to to find one. Uh, and I'm gonna go a little different direction here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Psych. Okay. A great TV show. Okay, yeah. That they are, they are rebooting with, oh, okay. with, with movies. Oh, okay. You know, we, we've had one TV movie come out of this. Yeah. And they are working on another right now. This was one of my favorite shows. It was a great show. From the 2000s. It's a show I think that was widely underrated. Yeah. I think it was not as well known because it was on a cable network. At right. a time where cable networks were not as prominent as they Everybody were. Everybody didn't have yeah. that. Yeah. Great show. So uh, I wish that they would reboot the entire series. That would be a, with the same cast. With the same cast. Yeah. Bring that back. Uh, but... We're getting a we're getting a little bit of it with their movies, and so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish that out as number five. Okay, that's a good call. Um, my number five is my favorite. Oh, can I guess this? I will let you guess this. Is it the Dark Knight? You are correct. Ah! Sir. Yeah. So I didn't even think about this as a reboot. Oh yeah. Until I got to thinking about it as a reboot. Uh, the Dark Knight is is if people ask me what is your favorite movie. My easy go-to answer is The Dark Knight because it is it's one of the best movies of all time. Not only, I mean, I'm a I'm a Batman lover. We are literally sitting underneath a painting my wife made of the classic painting Starry Night, but she has inserted Batman into it with the bat signal. Um <laughs> Y'all my wife's talented. Um but Batman's my one of my favorite comic book characters I've always liked Batman Christian Bale Christopher Nolan directing it doesn't get any better my gosh man Michael Caine 
you had Heath, Heath Ledger, Ledger as the Joker. There will never, I'm confident in saying there will never be another Joker like Heath Ledger. No. There may be some that do a good job. He, he took it to a place nobody else I ever I see can. that character dying with him. Yes. I don't think anybody else can come back no. and do it. Now, obviously, it's a remake because, I mean, this is another one that's been remade so many times. It's, it's being remade right now. Um, it's in the works, but you've got like, you have, we have, we talked about George Clooney earlier. George Clooney was Batman. Right. Uh, Val Kilmer. Yes. Um, who else has been Batman? I'm missing a big one in that era. I'll uh, go way back to the very first, the original oh, of Batman course. Movie, Adam West. You gotta go Adam West. Yeah. Actors who have played Batman. And there's been a lot. Of course, you've got, um, you know, Lego Batman in there too. Uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. That's who I'm trying to think of. Yes. Michael Keaton, his Batman. Uh, so this is a remake of all of those other movies. Let's be honest, 80s and 90s, except for the original, the first Batman of the 80s. That was great for what it was. Everything after that was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're talking, let's see, it was my, the first Michael Keaton Batman movie, I think, was the one that was the first one of the 80s. Uh it was solid, okay. It was a it was a new concept. It was almost the way we view superhero movies now. It was, superhero movies up to that point had not been done that way. No. And so he brought new life to it. Um, it was pretty well done. After that, I mean, you're talking like it just got weird. They leaned way too much in the quirky comic side of things. It felt like the original Batman television show. Yes. But weirder. But, yes. It's like they were trying too hard. So when Christopher Nolan came in with Batman Begins, and I don't remember what year that was. 2005. 2005. Um, man, did it shake things up. Oh, yeah. I mean, this was pre-MCU. Yes. And so this was really the first great superhero movie of the 21st century, in my opinion. Batman Begins was. You're right. And it was just all Batman Begins was was a setup for the dark Knight and the rest of the trilogy. Um, and so you've got a great cast of characters. You've got uh, Gary Oldman in it, Morgan Freeman. I mean, it's just an amazing cast. I need to go watch it right now. Um, I own this like you own the office. Okay. I own it on everything. Right. I watch it whenever I, I get a chance. It, it's one of those movies. That if it's on, I'm you watching stop and watch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching it. Um, so yeah, I, I put the whole trilogy, um, as, as part of that, but the Dark Knight, if I had to pick one, it's the Dark Knight. It's my favorite. Christian Bale, for me, is, is the guy. He is. He's I, Batman. I just don't know about the new Batman. Okay, so when you, well, just for those, I don't know when you're listening to this, it could be two years from now. The new Batman that we're talking about has just been Ben Affleck. He's no longer Batman. No. He's, he has hung up the, the, the cowl the yeah. and the cape and the battering. And I'm glad he did. Yeah, he was fine. He was a, he was a better Bruce Wayne than he was Batman. Okay. He was a, be- he was a really good I, Bruce Wayne. I can see that. He, he played the I've aged Batman. I'm more mature now. Um, and Zack Snyder, who directed all those movies, told everybody that's what he was going for with that Batman. So don't blame Ben if you didn't like that Batman. That's the direction we wanted to go. The new Batman is what's his name again? Taylor? It's not Taylor. Or is it? no? 
It's a. Uh, I've got to pull it up. He's so forgettable. <laughs> this does not sit. This does not bode well when no, <laughs> when you are not Robert Pattinson. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Robert Pattinson is the new Batman. Now, by the time you listen to this podcast, maybe Batman's come out already. It's going to be called the Batman too. I think. Maybe it's come out already, and maybe he does amazing, and we could be eating crow. I am willing to give him a chance, and the reason why I'm willing to give him a chance is because he just doesn't look like it, though. You just pulled up a picture of him. He looks like he should be a villain. Yes. He looks like he should be like a young Riddler or Joker or something. Exactly. Um, But I am willing to give him a chance because, and I saw somebody post a meme on this, that you say a young teen heartthrob uh, can't be a superhero and then they point to Chris Evans and Paul Rudd and Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Hemsworth and they point to those guys and what they did. I don't I don't think Downey Jr.'s in the same I don't know man. Downey Jr. there was a big risk going to him. So I don't know. I'm skeptical because DC has not done well in the movie category. No. This is a whole other podcast. It is. We could talk about our favorite actors for superhero movies, but We'll save that for a different podcast. Okay, let's take one more break. One more break. Can we do that? Let's take it. Like that. Let's take one more yeah. break, and then we'll come back with our closing thoughts and honorable mentions right after this. Okay, so we've talked through our top ten. Uh, that's amazing. And uh, so we're going to close this thing out by um, giving some honorable mentions. Um, I don't know how many you have. I don't know if you've got any honorable mentions for this one or not. Yeah, i got a couple. Um, so I've got 2002 The Ring. That's one of my honorable mentions. It was originally a Japanese movie. Okay. Huge over there that the U.S. remade. It was iconic back in the early 2000s. I mean, everybody was doing the seven days kind of thing uh, and, the, and the staticky TV thing. So that's, that's one of my honorable mentions. Um, I've also got um, – I debated on whether or not to put this in my top five. Um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I, I thought you'd like that little holiday twist in there. Yes. Um, the original iconic – the, the – uh, the 2000 remake with Jim Carrey was really good, but the new one with Benedict Cumberbatch, fantastic! It is amazing. It's great. It is a really, yes. really great movie. Um, I look forward to adding it to my holiday movie repertoire in the coming coming years. Uh, and then finally, uh, it chapter one. It. So the original Stephen King movie, it was. Let's be honest, terrible. The book was pretty good, but the movie. It was your typical, like, I don't remember, 70s maybe? Horror movie. So cheesy. Of course, you didn't have a lot to work with. But, uh, yeah, just not that impressed with, with the first. The second one, the remake, rather, is really, really well done. It leaves you on the, the edge of your seat. Uh, they, they give a nod to some of the cheesier horror movie moments in it. Okay. But, uh, yeah, the cast does a great job. And uh, the second one is coming out soon. I think it's That's what I haven't seen. You haven't seen it? No. It's pretty good. If you like horror movies, it's, it's a good good horror movie. Okay. I'm going to throw an honorable mention. And again, this, this kind of is in the same vein as 
my last one, which was Psych. And I debated on which way to go. And I went with Psych as, as number five. This one, uh, because I have a few reservations about it, but the Breaking Bad show. Okay. There is a there is a movie to yes. be made, and there is a lot of talk about a post Breaking Bad series oh. to come. So I you have your prequel already. You ha- yes, I think I may like it better than the Breaking Bad series itself. Really? Yeah, we are still, better. Call Saul. Yeah, we are still waiting. Uh, we we have watched the first three seasons. We haven't watched season four yet because it's not available on Netflix yet. We're waiting. Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad combined is a fantastic storyline, a fantastic series. High expectations for the movie. And then obviously uh, we are rooting for a post Breaking Bad series. I think that'd be series. great. Aaron Paul maybe leading that series? Yes. That'd be cool. It, it would be great. Uh, so that's an honorable mention. And. Uh, this summer has been the summer of game show remakes on yes, TV. Yes, I was like. hoping you would go okay. here, man. I was so, hoping. Uh, I'm just going to give an honorable mention to all of the game show remakes. There's that we're some seeing. good ones out. There. Press your luck. Um, Hundred thousand dollar pyramid. Uh, match game. Yes. Uh, there's there's just some great remakes of TV uh, of game show TV. Supermarket sweep. It's one that I don't think is out yet. Is it coming? But it's coming. Oh my gosh. And I forgot about Supermarket Sweep until I heard about this a few months ago. And so uh, I believe it's either Hulu or Prime One, but you can go watch all of the original Supermarket Sweep. The closest thing we've gotten to Supermarket Sweep was Guy Ferrari's uh, Fietti, Uh, Feta Cheese, whatever you want to call it. Yes, Guy's Grocery Yeah, he had a game where you could do... That was part of it. Right. It wasn't the whole game. No. But... That's the closest anybody's come right now. So we watched a few of the episodes, and I just forgot them racing through the aisles looking for the you know massive Coke bottles to stick in the cart, and oh, it was just so much fun. Yeah, you it, know, was fun. it was a blast. It so, was so good. We've we've really enjoyed the game shows this summer on TV that are kind of blast from the past. I love it. Okay, anything else? No. Okay, that has been our ten movies and TV shows. That have been remade our favorite we'll talk at you next week goodbye see ya Hey everybody, it's Craig with the 10 Things Podcast. If you liked today's episode, be sure to go over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, let us know what you thought, and also give us a five-star rating. It would be very much appreciated. If you want to know more about us, head on over to Instagram at 10thingspodcast and invite your friends to join along the ride. We can't wait to bring you new podcasts every week. We will see you next time.